Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries podcast with Brad and Jana. It's great to have you with us today. Hi, everyone. Well, you know what? The holidays are coming and uh, <laughs> we're going to be hanging out with family and different situations like that. And, um, you know, we wanted to bring you something that would encourage you and help you for every situation of your life. So you know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about love. <laughs> um, they're out in the streets picketing. About love. Everybody talks about love. But the, but the thing about it is, do people really know what love is? And we don't really know what love is. Apparently, Forrest Gump didn't know what love was, or at least she said that to me. But <laughs> what love really is, we find out, is written to us in the Word of God. So my wife is going to talk about that in a few minutes. We're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, what they call the love chapter. And she's going to be talking about, or we're going to be talking about the different aspects of love and what it means to really love others the right way. Before the Apostle Paul gets into chapter 13, and one of the main reasons he's writing on love is that the Corinthian church was they were kind of prideful about particular gifts, and they they all it's a lot of sign gifts and different you know, outward gifts. And they were saying a lot like there, there's discussions going on within the church. Why well, have this gift or I have that gift. And in that context of this church kind of focusing on who's got the greater gift, Paul came in in chapter 13 to write them and make sure that they understood something that was very important to understand that the greatest of all gifts is the gift of love. The greatest way that we can act in our lives that surpasses even any spiritual gifts is for us to be able to love appropriately. Because you can, as he says here, you can speak in tongues of men and of angels, but not have love. You're a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. He says, and if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. So love is important, more important than all that. So I'm going to turn it over to my beautiful wife, and she's going to talk to you about loving others the right way. Hi, everyone. Well, you know, the subject of love, it, it is very near and dear to my heart. Um, this is something that I try to walk in daily. I think sometimes... Some of our temperaments can be more loving uh, than others and the way that we show and we display it uh, to other people in our life. And so I want to challenge you today as you listen to this, that as we're reading 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 8, this is something that I do um I wouldn't say daily, but I do it every week, that this is a representation of Christ's love in us, that these um, graces, this characteristic of love, when Christ comes to indwell in your heart, he gives us the ability to love his way. And so when I read verses four through eight, 
I always um, put this in front of this and I and I'm gonna explain this so if it says love suffers long I always say Christ's love in me suffers long and that's how I that's pray um, Christ's love in me is kind and it's amazing because of these virtues of love that as you continue to pray about this you're going to see this manifest in your life that where in your flesh you don't have the ability to some people to defeat these but christ's love in you gives you the power to be able to love like he does so um we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with verse four do it so it says love suffers long which means it's patient uh -oh. so what that <laughs> means y'all is it's you're able to accept or tolerate delays problems or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so ladies when you're standing in that line checking out and especially around the holidays and that sweet person in front of you um, is kind of disheveled and they can't find their coupons and they can't find a pen for their check you need to say Jesus I thank you that your love in me is patient right now or husbands when you're waiting in their car you're gonna take your wife on a date <laughs> which you should do and she's still getting ready and you're in the car and she hasn't come out for a few minutes and love is this when she gets in the car you don't go hey man what took you so long that's right that's not that's not a patient kind of love that's where you go patience is a virtue that's right. <laughs> so then it says that um, love is kind mm. and um, kind means having or showing a friendly generous sympathetic or warm-hearted nature about yourself and um, you know a couple of years ago it was interesting I was talking to someone um, and we I asked her about a couple of people what she the first word she thought of when she I thought of these people and they were oh so sweet the words that she described them and then she said you know when I think about you I think about the word kind and it really blessed me because when I really understood what that word meant I thought yeah warm-hearted nature you're kind to people you're not rough with them so now let's go on and it says love does not envy <laughs> so what that means is it's a feeling of discontent and resentment aroused by and in conjunction with desire for the possessions or qualities of another <laughs> so love Christ's love in us does not envy <laughs> we don't resent others you know I think we've all been there before let's say you get blessed um, I heard this one time and I thought it was so good sometimes we can judge people and uh, there was somebody in ministry and this person had come to them and saw the blessing of the Lord on their life uh, the house they were living in and the person judged them like wow you're in ministry but this this minister said to themselves but you don't know the seeds that I've sown basically you don't know the path 
and what I've given up, what I've sown, what I've generously given when God has told me to. And he has blessed me. So we've all been there before where it's so easy to be envy, envious when we see somebody get jealous. something jealous of them. And that that's not a, a virtue of love. So we need to change that. And we can through Christ's help. Amen? Amen. So let's go to the next we're not, one. <laughs> we're not jealous if somebody else, you know, gets a, a promotion or gets yes. a, get a certain we gift. We rejoice. We rejoice because we love them the right way. We want the best for other people. That's right. <laughs> you know what just um, the thought occurred? Wouldn't that be so funny on your Christmas card? You, you just put First Corinthians 13 <laughs> and send it to people. I don't think they would know what to do. They're like, are you trying to send me a subliminal message? What's going on here? <laughs> so let's go on. So um, love does not parade itself. It's not boastful, um, which this is what this means. Showing excessive pride and self-satisfaction in one's achievements, possessions, or abilities. It's basically bragging. And so Christ's love in us is not boastful, y'all. Um, we shouldn't have to um, tell all the great and wonderful things that we have done. Um, you know, there is a time that when people do ask, I, I think it's appropriate if they've asked what accomplishments you've done for you to be able to, to share, but it's all to the glory of God. And so let's go on. Um, it is not, Christ's love in us is not puffed up. It's not proud, which means having or showing a high or excessively high opinion of oneself or one's importance. Christ's love in us is not proud. We've all been around people who um, are proud. Uh, maybe some of us have been that. And it's it's really not uh, becoming. You know, a lot of people sometimes they're they're um, when you get in the presence of that, sometimes you don't know what to do. You know, understand something. She's talking about Christ's love in us. So this is the way Jesus was all of this. So yes. even the things we just talked about, think about Jesus. Was he patient in his love? Oh, he's long suffering. Right. He's still patient with us. Is he kind? Oh, how kind he was. Read the accounts in the Word of God and even the things beyond. He was not envious. He didn't boast about who he was. That's right. He wasn't arrogant and prideful about trying to tell everybody all the things that he's done. You got to remember, he was God in the flesh. That's so there right. was a lot of bragging that could have been going on if he wanted to, but he didn't say anything. Came very lowly, came very humble, born in a manger, manger. born in a, in a uh, you know, a stall. Yes. Uh, that's, and yet he, he was all love. He was a personification of what love is. That's right. Amen. That's powerful. Um, Christ's love in us, it does not behave rudely. Ooh. <laughs> and what that means. Remember, y'all, if any assistance in your marriage, you can also apply all this. This should be under marriage. the marriage thing. Um, that's funny. What that means is to behave rudely means in a startling and abrupt way or in an offensive or bad mannered way. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Husbands, have you ever said something that you think if, if maybe your wife didn't say that was rude, but she probably could have looked at you and said, that was rude. I mean, there's, <laughs> we are, we're held accountable to loving this way because it's in the word of God. 
So somebody's going to be listening and saying, Brad and Jana said I can confront people with the word of God like this. That's rude. <laughs> Just give them 1 Corinthians 13. <laughs> Let them figure that out on their own. But yeah, it, it doesn't. Have you ever been in, have you ever been the target of someone who's rude? <laughs> That it kind of startles you like, what? What just happened? So Christ's love in us is not like that. Um, Christ's love in us does not seek its own. It's not selfish, which means lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Always looking out for uh, the betterment of somebody else, what their needs are. And again, when you pray this, Christ loving me is not selfish, you're going to see these virtues of love. They're already in you, but you're going to see them being developed, right? That's right. Okay. So the next one is Christ's love in us is not easily provoked or angered. My version says it's not irritable. Oh, <laughs> that word, oh my. Which means to stimulate or give rise to a reaction or emotion, typically a strong or unwelcomed one in someone. My goodness, it doesn't provoke others to wrath. Um, it, it's something that is not irritable, always on edge, where you, people have to walk on eggshells around yeah, you. That's not love. That's not love. And honestly, people don't like to be around that. It's uncomfortable. So if you struggle with that, again, know that as you pray this, man, the power of the Holy Spirit in you is the power to change. Amen? Amen. Christ's love in us thinks no evil. It keeps no records of wrongs. It does not keep an account of evil done to you. Amen. We all, even in the Lord's Prayer, it says, Lord, forgive me of my sins as I forgive those who have sinned against me. That's right. And you know what, y'all? We've all been there. We've all recalled to mind things that have been done against us. And you know what? We've done things to others that they can recall to mind. You know, it's a real aspect of our flesh nature to try to hold people to what they have done to us. Um, to rejoice at what they've done to us almost, to like to bring it, I'm going to stick this back in your face. But real love, I mean, true love does not rejoice at wrongdoing. Or we're not, we don't try to come back at someone when they've hurt us. We're able to forgive. And you know what's so amazing? The Word of God says that when we repent and ask for forgiveness, that as far as the east is from the west, so far as he throws our transgressions, and he forgives us, and he chooses not to remember them any longer. God doesn't sit there and bring back to account every wrong we've done when we've repented of it. So Christ's love in us helps us to be able to be that way. So if you have done that, or you are doing that right now, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that to you. Repent, get that right, and say, Today I'm going to start walking in Christ's love in me, and I'm going to forgive promptly amen amen okay so christ's love in us does not rejoice in iniquity it doesn't rejoice in immoral or grossly unfair behavior in wickedness or sinfulness mm. it does not rejoice in that it rejoices my version says it rejoices with the truth that's right so real love is going to rejoice with those things that are of god 
That's right. And that's what it says next. But rejoices in the truth. Yeah. Rejoices in the word of God, the things of God. Um, it also says that Christ's love in us bears all things. It oh. always protects y'all. It keeps safe um, from harm or injury. And I was thinking about this. It covers. It covers people. Um, it it um, allows for those things that people might say or do. Maybe they're just having a bad day. It protects people. It does not expose them. You know, someone says, well, I love my wife, or I love my husband, and then all of a sudden things don't go just right, or, or you know, there's financial situation, or I don't know, something happens, yes. and, and it's so easy for one or the other to go, well, I'm out of here. You know, I want a divorce. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be in this anymore. Yes. But the thing about it is love bears all things. Mm. So true love will fight through that stuff That's right. and keep it together. Even in the midst of those difficult times between a husband and a wife, love bears all things. That's right. It also believes all things. It always trusts. There's a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone. It believes all things. It always trusts. And it says hopes in all things. It expects, anticipates, and looks for the good. That's Christ's love in us. And it endures all things. It always perseveres. It continues in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty. It persists and it continues. That's Christ's love in us. That his love we can tap into, even if we're going through hard times, we can persevere in Christ's love. And the last bit of this is Christ's love in us never fails. It never ceases to work. It never breaks down. You know, Christ loves us. God loves us. That there's no matter what we do, He never leaves us nor forsakes us. He is there for us. Yes, if we sin, we need to ask for forgiveness. And He is ready to forgive. He is a holy God, a loving God, a just God. But He loves us unconditionally and I think sometimes we don't understand that because maybe earthly relationships we haven't experienced that unconditional love a lot of times it's been conditional based on what you will do for me but Christ's love in us the beautiful thing about this is um, when this quality of love is the basis of a relationship the miracle of unity is possible. Mm. So in all of our relationships, when we have this quality of love as the basis of a relationship, the foundation, the miracle of unity is possible. And it can be a relationship heaven on earth because both parties are under the virtue of that love, Christ's Amen. love in us. Amen. So this whole thing, is the total picture of Christ himself. And this is the way that Jesus loved us. And he loved us so much that he died for us while we were still sinners. He loved us so much that he came and allowed people to beat him to death, to hang him on a cross, to mock him and to spit on him. That's that's love. He wasn't up there. Um, mm. he, even, even on the cross, he looked at all those that were even doing these things to him and said, Father, forgive them for they don't even know what they're doing. 
Um, so that's the epitome of love. Christ is the epitome of love, and that's the love that we're supposed to imitate. The reason it's so convicting is because a lot of us, at, at various times or many sure. times, we don't act out this way. That's right. We don't live our lives this way towards others. We're supposed to love others, loving them the right way, and loving them the right way is loving them the Bible way, loving them the way that Christ loved us. That's right, because you know what? We do live in a world that... Um... The, their definition of love is so different from the biblical definition of love. And so as we are ending this program today, we want to just challenge you to love others the right way. You're coming into the holidays. Remember when you go over and spend time with family or tap whoever it may be, love. tap into that love. Husbands, tap into this kind of love with your wife. Wife, tap into this kind of love with your husbands. Tap into this with your friends. This is the way, tap in, use this and tap into this within your, within the body of Christ that we're supposed to be loving each other this way. And you know what? Everybody loves to be in the presence of someone who is loving, somebody who is, um, shows the virtues of this love, that Christ love in us. You know, you're drawn to that. Amen. So we encourage you today, you can walk in Christ's love. Amen. When we, I was going to say, we love you. Well, when we say that, we better love <laughs> you this way. So we love you. We're so glad that you listened to us. As I leave, I know that I'm married to someone that loves me that way. And I just pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to help me love her the way that she Amen. loves me. So we thank you for being with us today. God is an awesome God. Love others the right way. Love others the Bible way. God bless you. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.